What's up, guys? It's me, Robert Viasana. And it's me, Chance Macheski. And we're here with the Cigar Gospel Podcast. So y'all stay tuned. We got some very interesting topics to talk about. So y'all grab a drink and a smoke and join us in this conversation. All right. So now, the first topic of the day, me and my boy have been crying over. <laughs> it ain't that big of a deal. Is the cigar prices. Yeah, so the prices of cigars have gone up. They're going to rise probably yearly is the way it's looking right now. I think it's been, what, last year or two, it's been 5% every year. Yeah. I blame it on inflation, and I know a lot of it, I think, has to do with the demand of cigars right now in the U.S. Ever since the pandemic, everybody started smoking cigars, being working from home. So the supply, they just can't keep up with, so they need more workers and yeah. stuff, so you got to pay more money. And I understand it. Cigar companies aren't charging this crazy amount of extra. I think it's only 5 to 10%, and each company varies, but when we did the math ourselves, it's just your your regular cigars that you smoke are only going to be 50 cents. Some will be a dollar more that I know of. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's that's it, right? Something like 50 cents to a dollar extra on cigar. And I get on a box, that could be an extra $20, you know? That, that kind of really- sucks, yeah, but if you're buying singles and stuff, but... Yeah, I guess it. You know, you're gonna be spending. If you go to your local cigar shop, say you buy ten cigars at a time, you know, and usually spend fifty bucks. You're gonna be spending fifty five or sixty. So yeah. I don't see it as that big of a um, problem right now. But if it could be a bigger inconvenience if it continues to rise, but the um, income that everyone gets doesn't rise with it. Yeah. So if it just stays rising in prices and say. The market, or as far as the incomes and wages go here in the U.S., then yeah, I can see where it being an issue because now you're having to pay 70, 80 bucks a couple years from now, but you're still getting the same. That would suck, yeah. But as of right now, it's not too big of an issue. I don't know if they're going to continue to rise and how much they're going to rise anymore, but I know in January, right? January, I believe. January, they all, <coughs> majority of companies, and we'll provide some of the companies with how much. Do you know what companies? Uh, there's a there's a number of them. <coughs> Excuse me. Damn. I'm being always <coughs> coughing. So there's a number of different ones. Um, uh, hang on, let me let me wet my whistle here. <laughs> so I think I, I was reading. Um, a, a little bit of the Arturo Fuente line was getting an increase. Yeah, the Hemingway series, right? Yeah. Yeah. How much is that? Um. It's one of my favorite cigars uh, lines, by the way, is the Arturo Fuente Hemingway. There's not a bad one in it. Whether it's the work of art, short story, bestseller, or the classic Hemingway, whether it's the natural Maduro, it is an extremely well-crafted uh, you know cigar. I think, actually, it was 5% on those. Five? Yeah. So, yeah. okay. So, what's, so our shop is selling... Um, work of arts for like eight fifty, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, somewhere about eight fifty, eight to nine dollar range. So what's what's that? What's five percent of eight nine dollars? Oh, like, I failed my math class. Well, I mean, you got a calculator. I'm trying to be accurate for the people out there. Five percent of what? Nine. Or is this do nine? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not what you. <laughs> Robert is not good at math, is what we just found out, ladies and gentlemen. So I told you, bro. I told you. He this. does not know how to do math. It's 45 cents more. There you go. So, if a box of 
Fuentes come in and say 20. That um, was actually one of the first cigars I fell in love with. Was Arturo Fuente. Which one? The Work of Art? Yeah, Work of Art. Great cigar. So it'll just be $10 more any roundup per box going in the future. Like, like I said, it's not nothing too bad, but I could see, especially if you're someone who's buying boxes constantly, um, it could be a little bit inconvenience. Maybe you're, you go out of your budget just a little bit that you had planned to only spend or, you know, however it may be. Might yeah. make the wife mad or whoever. <laughs> so be cautious on that. I think actually, you know, you know as well as I do what my favorite cigar is, and that's the Aroma de Cuba. This man smokes these faithfully, especially at work. It's, I'll tell you something, man. If I could get an Aroma de Cuba underwear, I'd rock that all day long. This man loves his key. And they're good cigars, don't get me wrong. They're good. They are very, very good cigars. I enjoy the Roma de Cuba, especially for being under $10. They're they're great. Very good smoke. They're at under $10 at our cigar shops. I don't know everywhere else, but... So I think they got a 6% increase. The Roma de Cuba and the San Cristobal line got a... Uh, I think so they're both under Holt cigars. Yeah. It comes long. out to be about 75 to $0.80 cents a cigar, so... So a dollar more almost, and yeah. I think Ashton would fall under that line too, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the Holtz, I want to say Holtz the company name. Yeah. Um, which is also a cigar fact or a cigar shop, I believe in Pennsylvania. I've actually ordered some cigars from that place. It's a good, it's a good source. From Holtz. Yeah. I haven't ordered yet. Maybe. So, maybe um, I think Holtz does Ashton. San Cristobal and the Roma de Cuba. And the Roma de Cuba and San Cristobal are both made by Don Pepin. Are blended by Don Pepin. Blended. Ashton, I believe, is blended by the Fuente family, if I'm not mistaken. And the Roma de Cuba is made by my father. Well, yeah, blended by Don Pepin. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So. The man himself. Yeah, I love Don Pepin cigars. They're good. So, yeah, just be ready for that, man. I mean, it's not going to be a huge increase, but it's still an increase nonetheless. So, you know, be ready for that. You may go to your shop and be like, man, why'd they raise the price on this cigar a dollar? Yeah, and it could be more. We don't know how much it's going to go up, but we do know what the amount of demand there is right now for cigars in the United States market. It could we could see more. I don't know if they're going to do any more this year or wait, but next January could be even more due to the demand and yeah, you know the supply is just not able to match the demand. I'm hearing it all the time from cigar shops and people in the cigar business. You know, it it's hard to get their boxes in and their orders, and when they do, they sell out so fast. Then you got to wait, you know, possibly months, you know, to get that same line again. So exactly. Um, if you get a cigar shop that stocks your favorite cigar and they have it quite often, I would recommend going ahead and grabbing it a little extra because you just never know whenever it's going to not be. And I know some of uh, the cigars we like, our cigar shop tell us, like, hey, make sure y'all grab a few extra. We don't know when we're going to get our next box of it in. Yeah. So hopefully you have a good cigar shop like ours. I will tell you those things to let you know in advance so you don't be disappointed when you come in. And ask them also... If you don't know yourself, ask the who's ever in the cigar shop working because they should know what cigars are like that. That way, if your cigar is just out of stock for a couple weeks, you can find something very similar to your palate 
and price range for that cigar. Because there's plenty out there for that. Yeah, it's just all about exploring the options for sure. Yeah, and just get out there, man. Try new stuff. That's what I would recommend to people who's smoking cigars. Like if you're just now smoking cigars and you only know a few brands, just go in and just start grabbing. Every time you go, however many cigars you go buy at a time, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 1, 2, whatever the amount is, grab 5, 10, whatever you've never smoked before. So how I do it a lot of times, say if I go in and I buy 10 cigars, okay, I might buy three cigars that I know I love and then seven that I've never tried before. That way, if there's some cigars that I didn't like, I still have some cigars that I love. Yeah. Always. So you always keep the cigars that you know are good and you also get, I get more than half, but at least get half new. That way you can try and develop this, uh, for one, develop your palate, maybe find different cigars and brands that you like even more than the ones you already smoke. Plus, it brings like a kind of the hobby into smoking cigars more is when you're smoking newer cigars yeah. that you've never smoked before. To me, that's the hobby of smoking. If you're just smoking the same cigar every day, that's just enjoying the lifestyle of smoking. And I, that's great, too. You know, if you're someone who can smoke the same cigar every day for years, that's a... That's a true fan of that cigar. Yeah, that's a great sure. cigar, you know. Yeah. I mean, I could probably do that, like, with certain Padrones or, yeah. like, Davidoff's. Like, I, you know, if I had the money to do that, yeah, yeah, I'd do that. But I love the hobby of always trying everything, especially limited runs. Anytime the store gets a new cigar oh, and it's, like, yeah. limited, I try to go immediately and get, get one or something. It's just fun. Especially, that's the whole reason why we are doing this review channel, too, is a big reason. It's like, we're always going and getting the same cigar, and then we're smoking it at the shop together, yeah. reviewing it ourselves, so we're like, man, let's review it for the people and just have fun, you know, and that's kind of why we're doing this now. What are you smoking today, Robert? Man, speaking of new cigars, what? I got a wonderful Monte Cristo Espada, and let me tell you, man, it's smoking really good. I had to let it burn out just a minute ago, but I had to go do something. But come back, man, and tell you what, it's a very enjoyable cigar. I didn't read the literature up or anything on it to know exactly what it is about or, you know, if it was a collaboration with somebody or not. But, yeah, uh, it's well, a great cigar, man. It's awesome. I am smoking the Room 101 12th Anniversary and it's my first time smoking this cigar. I smoked the 11th anniversary, and I liked it, so I decided to give the 12th a try. And it's been a very enjoyable cigar. I have no issues with it. It's very good, very flavorful. Um, it's got a nice dark wrapper, and it's got the, a minty band on it. Almost makes it look like dark minty chocolate almost, and it does have some dark chocolate notes on it. It's kind of nice. I really nice. enjoy it. Um, the price point for this one is around 11 bucks, and they have the 10-year, 11-year, and 12-year series. I would highly recommend to give them a try, along with the Big Payback. That's another good one by Room 101. So if you've never smoked Room 101 cigars, go out there and get you some. They're very affordable, and they're very good cigars. I, I really enjoy it. And we're also drinking some, uh, what, what coffee we're drinking today? Uh, we got the Black Rifle Blackbeard Delight. And that is some good coffee. I love Black Rifle, though. That's a great brand. And they a uh, veteran-owned brand. Yeah. Um, they actually, actually gave me a nice little discount on my order, man. It was kind of cool. Yeah, they support first responders as well, which we, me and Robert are both first responders. 
So yeah, they support uh, first responders as well. Um, they gave us a cool flag, camouflage flag, and we'll maybe post some pictures of it on the Scar Gospel Instagram one day. So that's pretty cool. We got we ordered a lot of coffee, different types of coffee for them. We're gonna try a bunch and uh, review them. Robert just ashed all over the computer. That was great. <laughs> I had to tell y'all because I was that's why I started stuttering because I wasn't trying to laugh, but I couldn't help it. It happens. Let me fill them in on this cigar now. Okay. So, <laughs> to. Doop, doop, doop. So, I'm smoking the Monte Cristo Espada. Actually, uh, the Espada is about, price range is about, what did we say? About 15 bucks? 14, depending 14. on your show. It's around 14. But it's actually, um, it's actually made with um, Palencia. Yeah, I so think Monte Cristo outsourced Palencia for yeah. it. Yeah. So it's got a uh, a Habano wrapper, Bonders a. It's a Nicaraguan Puro. Mm-hmm. So, but it's a very great smoke. Yeah, Monte Cristo is a very smooth cigar. I think they're they started working with AJ a lot recently to start getting into more stronger cigars, I yeah. believe. But usually it's a luxurious smoke. I'm a big Monte Cristo fan. Yeah, I haven't had very many of them, but the ones that I have had. Was that, um, it was, it was good. Was that, 1935. There you go, there you go. That was good. JR gave it number two, right? I want to say they did. And what did Cigar Aficionado give it? Did they give it number two as well? Uh, for the Cigar of the Year? Yeah. It uh, made it high up. The Torpedo one did. Uh, I think it's also right. people were pretty freaking butthurt about that too. I thought it was a good cigar. Yeah, because we smoked that one together and we were like, holy moly. Yeah, I had smoked it a few times actually. Yep, number two, Monte Cristo, nice For Cigar Aficionado? Heck yeah. yeah. So, good for Monte Cristo. AJ did a great job. I'm pretty sure AJ did that whole cigar. That yeah. box press, you know, because Monte Cristo's not a big box press cigar company they mainly do this Parejo cigars you know this old school classic luxury cigars yeah that's just who they are with nice bands on it but they did that box press 1935 and anniversary if you have not had that cigar go get it even if you just get the box press Robusto not even the torpedo which scored number two but just a regular box press Robusto I think it's like 1050 it is incredible you will not be disappointed in that cigar my opinion you you know if you are Comment and tell me, hey, Chance, you lied. The cigar <laughs> sucked ass. And I'd be like, all right, I'm sorry. You know, not for you. He'll buy you a cigar on him. No, I will not. I'm not <laughs> going to take that. I will give you a recommendation of a lighter cigar then. Maybe like a Samba de Mesa or something by yeah. Dunbarton and Tobacco. Steve Saka. Yeah, but no, that that uh, Monte Cristo, that was one of the other ones that I think I've had. I think I haven't had very many. But I've had the a ones lot. that I have had have been very good smokes throughout. I've had a lot. Um, can't even remember all of them. Now that Mike Crystal's been dropping a lot um, of cigars. Yeah. The can their white series is okay for a Connecticut. The Monte Cristo. Yeah, that's not bad. The Platinum series is a is a good smoke. Yeah. Um, the nineteen thirty five to me is their best. The Epic Blue was good. I really enjoyed that one. The Monty, the little small Monty. Um, want to believe I it was by AJ too. That one was really good. And then the Monte Cristo, Monte Cristo Nicaraguan series, which I think was the first one they ever did with AJ, is very good. Anything that AJ did with any of the 
Monte Cristo cigar line is great. Let's just say that. He also did a. Uh, is that how you pronounce? How you say Altus? Uh, Altus. I can't. I always like, say Atlantis, but yeah. No, nah, I don't think it is. But the try to figure out how to say that. My pronunciation. I'm from South Texas, so we butcher some words down here. But uh, they make yeah. Altus, 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 maybe Altus, Altus. Yeah, so Altus. It's they make Romeo and Julieta, H. Upman, Monte Cristo. I think maybe Partagas as well. AJ's done some great stuff with H. Upman as well, especially that 175th anniversary Churchill. Whew. Talk about knock your socks off, and you better be ready to smoke for two and a half hours. But that's a great cigar. AJ's just, man, on top of the world right now. I swear every cigar that we end up smoking. Yeah. The cigar <laughs> I'm smoking right now, I believe, is a... Uh, then we see it's fun that this one was blended by AJ, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, like AJ's just blending everything. Having his hand in almost... Every, any cigar company's just reaching out to him. Yeah. You know, he's just... I, I feel like he's the most sought-out blender in the world right now. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of great ones. Like E.P. Carrillo's great blender. Um... The guy who used to blend for Davidoff all the way up until this last year was incredible, you know? Yeah. I think he only exclusively blended for Davidoff. I could be wrong, though. I've heard that he's no longer there Yeah. Um, for their future lines. And you got Don Pepin, of course. See, everyone wants Don Pepin to blend for it as well. So, and then... Yeah, those are... My, two, my favorite blenders are AJ... Don Pepin, I do like E.P. Carrillo a lot as well. Steve Saka, man, Steve Saka's oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I was going to leave Steve Saka off the list. I would have been just insulting. The, I was waiting. The world. Was, I'm glad because that would have been really bad. Now Steve Saka's a man, man, dude. That Sobremesa. Yeah, dude. When when I when I smoked it, I really thought it was infused. Oh man, that's yeah, I know. And dude, I tell you what, if you want a, a good breakfast cigar, if if there's one cigar I can smoke every day for breakfast, that's it right there. Yeah, and it's great in the evening and night too. Yeah, I mean it's it, me it's, my, it is great. I had my brother smoke it with me after I tried it the first time. Um, we had smoked it. We were camping at a. Sam Houston State Park, I think, or Huntsville State Park. One of the two. I think it might have been Sam Houston State Park. And um, we had woke up in the morning, and we had our breakfast, and then we decided to have some coffee. He had this little, little coffee maker, portable coffee maker. Oh, it was yeah, pretty yeah. cool. So we had that, and then we lit up the Samba Mesas, and we smoked out in nature. That's out of the tent. Yeah, it was nice. That's Steve Soccer Sasquatch got you. Yeah, no, but we almost did get attacked. We got attacked, almost got attacked by an alligator, though. Like, we heard this loud-ass sound. It was like 6 in the morning. Woke up off the air mattress, and my brother woke me up. And all you hear is this, like, roaring or something. I didn't know what the hell it was. And we, you know, we had the tent where you can open it, and you still have the net. Yeah. You see this big-ass alligator right there. And I was like, oh, shit. So we zipped that thing back up. We didn't know what to do. I ain't gonna lie. (laughs) You know, I... I don't know. That was a big ass alligator. They had told us it was upwards like 13, 14 feet. You know, it was big to kill the shit out of us. Yeah. But um, that was that was an adventure, man. That was hilarious. Well, I got a question for you, man. 
What's the question? How was the birthday yesterday? My birthday was good. For y'all don't know, my birthday is on February 7th. I turned 26 yesterday. And we had a good time. We had a wake up in the morning and woke up at work. It was actually on a 48-hour shift before. So I stayed at work. So we were getting new uniforms. Hell yeah. yeah. And um, after the uniforms, they decided to... My dad and them all there gave me a birthday lunch, made some homemade chili and stuff, and made that. And then first thing I did after I got my gifts, I went to the cigar shop, picked me up some cigars. Got to, man. I got me this room 101 12th anniversary, and then I also got me the new Davidoff Churchill Limited Edition 2022. Nice. It's in a Figurado shape. Nice. Uh, it's 35 bucks. 35. And let me tell you, I was very disappointed with the draw i the cigar would not draw for more than half when it did draw it was an incredible cigar yeah but it was so much i don't know if it's because how fat it was and i mean this thing was fat in the middle yeah i don't know the exact size i believe it's like a 58 like wow in the middle and you know obviously it's a figurado so it has a very small hole at the end but i could not get it to draw even draw doctor finally towards the middle and end the draw doctor assisted me enough but you pay 35 bucks for a cigar i don't want to pull no draw doctor out i'm sorry i just don't i want lots of smoke but the flavors i did get from it were great but for me to want to try it again i don't know if i will because it's 35 bucks yeah you know and i wanted i wanted it to be so good and i love doubt off i want to smoke it again so bad but I just don't know if I can bring myself to paying 35 freaking dollars and only doing that. So, a little disappointed in that. This, The cigar burned well, though. The ash is beautiful. Everything about it was incredible except the damn smoke wouldn't come out. That was it. The draw sucked. But you know it is what it is. People who smoke cigars know that shit happens. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I smoked that cigar. And then my beautiful woman casey took me to saltgrass for a texas t-bone mm. mac and cheese green beans and i had a grilled pineapple margarita oh oh yeah so that sounds like a good time there oh it was incredible so man and she bought me all kinds of cool gifts yesterday she's the best that's cool man. and then when we got back we uh finally got to watch the finale of power book 2 ghost and I was in. That was awesome. Yeah. So and after that, I went to sleep and nice. That was it. You so re- you ready for that surprise today? I'm ready to smoke my uh, Padron today. Robert got me a Padron 1964 year. I have never smoked this cigar. I've always wanted to smoke this cigar, and I can't wait. And it will be. We're gonna do a birthday cigar review. Yeah. Upload it soon. Over five cigars. I don't know if. Not necessarily top five, but just five great birthday cigars, you know. I don't necessarily say this is, like, my dedicated top five, but it's pretty close. You know, really, really close. But it's just five great birthday cigars that you could... That way, if you don't know what to buy for someone, you can't go wrong with these five. Yeah. Like, especially, in my opinion, if you give me any of those five, I'm a happy camper for my birthday. Absolutely, bro. So we'll look out for that video. Hopefully we'll have that posted soon. That's what we're going to do later today. Um, it's going to be fun. But no, I had a very good birthday. That's good, man. Um, another year, another blessed year. Another year. Getting good health and stuff. So Yeah, I can't complain, man. That's Life's good. good. Man. So life is good. I'm sm- I mean, I'm smoking cigars 
talking on a podcast and shooting YouTube videos about it right now. So, like, come on. I can't, can't get complain. any. Yeah. Drinking good old Black Rifle coffee. <laughs> yep. So. So, I, I guess our next thing is we want to kind of just discuss a, maybe a tip of the week or a topic. Yeah, I said more say. of a topic with some tips in it. Yeah. So, we wanted to discuss a little bit about cigar care and, and things like that. Chance here has a humidor, <laughs> and I have what you would call a Tupperdor or acrylic, acrylic container. Yeah. That yeah. Oh, the forbidden. And didn't he tell me some people say it's like bad and shit? Yeah, some people have said the acrylic containers are bad. They say if you put them on the the foot of the cigar, or yeah, if you put them on the foot in there. A lot of people storm upside down because they don't want the foot to end up cracked. And I I, I, didn't, I don't understand that. I mean, I get it if you're, like, throwing them in there or packing them really tight. But... Yeah, I don't understand. People be doing too much. I mean, shit. Up until probably the last 10 years before Bovida. I don't even think people knew what Bovida was. Yeah. You know, like, people just used to keep cigar in the boxes they came in. Yeah. And made it work still. Now, obviously... They're the to get the greatest cigar experience you can get. Yes, you need to keep your cigars very well cared. Yeah, very and always. But you know, if people been smoking cigars since the 1400s or longer, that's just the history we have. When Columbus came to Cuba and he seen a cigar for the first time in 1492, but up until then, we don't know how long they had been smoking before 1492. But that's the first history that's written down of smoking cigars. So you're telling me that people have been smoking cigars since 1492. They had, they knew about humidity and stuff. Nah. So, but it is important to get a good cigar experience. So I can tell you, over-humidified cigars absolutely suck. They won't stay lit. It's just not good. And then under-humidified, where it's just too dry. Um, it's got this bitter taste. It burns mm-hmm. real fast. It's not that great either. I'd rather have under than over. Yeah. Because oh, under is also easier to bring back. Giving a cigar humidity is easier than reducing it. I always know that. I believe it's like, I think it takes like a week or two to bring a cigar up in humidity, but I think it takes like four weeks to try to reduce it. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, it's a big deal. See, I'm learning something too, man. (laughs) Um, It's hard. Wow. Yeah. So, but if you have your cigars in acrylic jars and Tupperware, as long as they're sealed and you have Bovida packs in there and you keep it. And a nice temperatured area in your house. Honestly, you're gonna be okay. Yeah. Do not freak out. I've kept them in those. Bovida makes a one-year bag. It's literally a big-ass Ziploc bag with a 69% um, Bovida pack in it, and that's yeah. it. And you just zip it up. That's it, man. And you put two boxes of cigars in there. That's what, and I did. Yeah. I left it in there for four weeks, and they smoked just fine. I think it's the fear for a lot of people. You know, like you just said, you bought a. Say a $35 cigar, right? Yeah. And you're putting it in this Tupperware. And like me, to be honest, I don't monitor my humidity. Like I don't have an actual gauge to monitor it. And I should. But I have enough trust in the Bovida to know, okay, you know what? At a minimum, my cigar, my cigars are going to be okay. You know? Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. I would recommend people out there to at least get a hydrometer. Yeah, just uh, get something. Hydrogen me, whatever it is, but um, one of the reasons why I say that is because my humidor I've done they say to do the dollar bill test, right? Put a dollar bill or 
close the lid and if you can pull it straight out just instantly slide there's no seal on it you want to have resistance or it go nowhere my dollar bill has a lot of resistance so it's a pretty good seal yeah what i noticed after i seasoned it and how to season it is putting i put 284 uh, percent humidity packs in my humidor because it fits 50 cigars yeah, and i leave it for two weeks and then i add my cigars you can do the old school way with distilled water and damping and all that i've never done that myself because i just feel like it's too much work and you can just throw both boba packs in yeah. it and call it a day um but after you season it and you throw it in there i threw my cigars in there with the 269 packs and everything was fine for about a week or two stayed at 69 percent all of a sudden it started dropping to 62, 63, 64, just stay around there. And it did get cold. It got down to like 20 freaking degrees outside. And I had it in front on my dresser in front of a window. So maybe yeah. it got too cold. So I moved it in the location of the house and that helped. But I noticed that even once I changed the temperature, it only got up to like 66 or whatever. So I went and bought 72 packs. Yeah. And I switched them out. And now my cigars are around 69%. So now I realize, okay, nice. my humidor leaks out 3 to 4% at a time. So I just bought uh, a, a higher high. number of uh, Bovita packs, and it ends up getting it just right. My cigars yeah. smoke great. So you got to know those things, and that takes just experience with a humidor. Also, my humidor was a gift. Things like 50 bucks, you yeah. know. I know they got hot all in human. Maybe you spend a couple hundred dollars on a humidor. That shit ain't going to happen. But you got a $50, $100 humidor. It's possible it's going to leak a little bit. And that's okay. Um, Yeah. I used to keep mine in Tupperware. Yeah, I mean, I got a problem, dude. I know that. I like to buy (laughs) new cigars and just stockpile them. Yeah. And, you know, when I'm off, I'm like, all right, what cigar am I going to smoke now? But I got... Let's see, I got one, two, I got two acrylic containers, and then I got one big, I guess you could call it like a Pelican case to hold my cigars. And the two acrylic containers are pretty full. I got about 30 cigars in each one, because that's what the uh, Bovida pack, they say about 30 cigars, and it, it's good 25 for 25 to 30. And it's yeah. also, uh, I was talking to my brother about this too yesterday, um, However many cigars fit in your humidor, so mine fits 50, right? Yeah. Even if I only have 10 cigars, I still need two packs to fill that space. Yeah. So that's important as well. Even though it's, it says, you know, the 60 gram Bovida will do for 25 to 30 cigars at max. Yeah, that's true. But if you have a bigger space that can fit more, you're going to need more packs for that humidity in there. Yeah. So it won't be optimal if you only have one pack because you only have 25 cigars but your humidor fits 50 to 100 so you got to account for the space so you need to know how many cigars fit in your space once you know that then you're going to know how many 60 gram packs you're going to need and that was something i found out not that long ago and i was like oh i didn't know that i always kept however uh i would keep a pack for how many cigars i had yeah and that is not the way to go about it so it's all about how many cigars fit in the space now for you out there listening you don't know that it's you know go if you have a a big humidor and you only got 10 cigars go ahead and just buy another pack it's gonna it's gonna give it the right amount and please buy a meter for your humidity it's yeah, very very like important me. yeah don't be like me and if you don't have the money to get the meter right now and you have it sealed with the pack or to fit 
you know, or two packs, whatever, I'm sure it's going to be good enough. Don't stress like, oh my God, I'm for, I got to go get a pack right, or a meter right now or my cigars could be ruined. If you're pulling cigars out every day and they're smoking or smoking fine, you can keep doing what you're doing. I would just highly recommend to invest when you can, but it's not something that's do or die at the time. Yeah, like, I mean, I've, my cigars that I pulled out of there have been great, man. A lot of them have smoked wonderfully. Yeah. And, I mean, acrylic container, you know, I run down to my local grocery store, man, and I buy the biggest one I can for eight bucks, you know, nine bucks. Go pick up a Bovita. And, um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm invested like, what, 12 to $15 on that, you know? Gives me more money to spend on cigars. Yeah, I I get it, man. Like, yeah. I wasn't really going to buy a humidor either, but it was a good Christmas gift. Yeah. I would have... Same thing with, like, accessories for me. Yeah. Like, it took me a long time to get, like, you know, good lighters and stuff like that. Because I'm like, do I want to spend $50 on a lighter or $50 worth of cigars? And there's always cigars. You know, over time, I've got most of my accessories and gifts and stuff now, so... Um, no, I hear you on that. The only man. thing I, only thing that I would spend my money on is a good cutter over yeah. a lighter. Any day of the week, a good cutter matters because cheap cutters, um, they will work, but only so long. I think Tim on Cigars Daily did a video on his cheap cutter. That yeah, he did. Cigars Daily. Yeah, I did see that video. If you want to see, go watch that by Tim on Cigars Daily. That's a great video to see. I think he got like a hundred cuts. You know, and that's pretty good. You know, don't get me wrong, 100 cigars, that's, someone like me, it's probably, you know. A week's worth? Nah, hell no. <laughs> two months, um, give or take. I smoke on average close to two cigars a day, so I'd say two months, maybe two and a half. That's not bad for under 10 bucks or 10 bucks, but, you know, I would highly recommend getting a good cutter. Yeah. V cutters, you're probably, I don't know cheap V cutters i never really seen... No, uh, I haven't. No. I got mine on an auction on JR. Uh, yeah. I got a Calibri, and I've had that cigar since I first started smoking. So that it's been cutter? About, huh? That cutter, you mean? You oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that cigar cutter for a good three years, and it still cuts pretty good. Calibri's a great V-cutter brand. I would recommend um, to yeah. get that. I use Cuban Crafters for my uh, regular cut. Yeah, that's actually the one you recommended to me, and man. Well, Casey's uncle had his, he said, like seven, eight years. So, yeah. And he's used it every day. He smokes two cigars a day. Wow. Every day, and that's what he uses. It's patent. It's guaranteed, lifetime guarantee. It's the only one you'll ever need. Yeah, man. I think I mean, it's got like self-sharpening blades and stuff on it. And it's nice because if you're a beginner, cutting is a very, very tricky thing. I can't tell you how many times I, didn't, I was cutting wrong. Thank you, YouTube. Because that's where I kind of learned, like, just cutting just the cap off. Yeah. And even until up till recently, I really started just cutting the cap off and smoking. I always thought I still needed a little bit more. No. You know, I think in Cuba, they just be peeling it off with their fingernail. Like, honestly. Yeah. So, who are we, you know, to say, like, exactly. you know, are there teeth? Like, I remember Hamlet, Padreas, when we watched... When I watched him uh, teach a rolling class, he talked about that. He just take the cap off. Mm-hmm. They don't use cutters in Cuba, really. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy to think about. Um, but yeah, the Cuban crafter has a back on it, so when you put the cigar in, it's going to cut the exact amount that's only needed to be cut off to smoke. 
so you don't have to stress about overcutting. Because if you overcut, it'll just start unwrapping on you. It's a pain in the ass. You don't want to do that. So yeah. I know cutting is tricky without the back. It really yeah, that is. was an intimidating part for me, especially as a new smoker. You know, even as a you know as I've gotten more, it's nice to have that and just put it on the cigar and cut it and not have to worry. You know. Absolutely. Where, you know, as if you have a regular one, you're going in and you're like trying to look at it, make sure you got just enough. And for me, uh, my OCD, I like to have a nice even cut and everything. So, yeah, that's it was a great investment for me. I, I mean, I think it was like $20, $25. I think it was like 30 bucks. Ma- yeah, maybe. The prices may have gone up or maybe I just... Well, I'm pretty sure it's like 30 well, mine's thirty because I got mine to be to cut a sixty size. Yeah, I do not smoke cigars bigger than sixty. You honestly, if you see me smoke a cigar to sixty, it's because it's for a reviewer. Someone sent it in for us to review. <laughs> I really think fifty four is pushing it. Yeah, I'm more of a fifty ring gauge guy. Forty eight, forty eight to. 50, 52, you know, that's kind of where I like to cap off. I don't mind 52s. Yeah. Davidoff's got some good 6 by 52s I smoke, but when you start getting 60, I don't know. I'm not Michael Jordan. I also ain't got Michael Jordan hands, though, either. <laughs> yeah. So, he yeah. smokes like 70s and shit. That's, man, I ain't never even seen one, I don't think. A 70? I think they got 70. Pedromo makes a 70 at really? a, the cigar shop they got. What mm-hmm. Asylum with Christian. Oh, That's yeah. another great blender I forgot to mention. Christian Aurora from CLE Cigars. Man, that guy can blend. Especially Corojo. That dude is the truth. We did. We talked about him on the last podcast. If you haven't heard, go listen to our last podcast where we do our introduction and talk about CLE and our experience of meeting Christian. That was great. But um, Christian, who makes Asylum Cigars as well, he has uh, 80... I want to believe they have a 90 out and maybe working on like a 100. Like, I'm serious. Asylum loves these master cigars. They do like 880. I could not smoke 880. I have smoked a 770 for about 10 minutes. My buddy at work in the past who taught me about cigars had brought me one from a cigar shop. And it was their brand or whatever. Yeah. Terrible cigar, personally. <laughs> Uh, I remember the first ash, it ashed on me in like the first five or ten minutes. And it was not, the paper, or the paper, the wrapper wasn't burning. So I just had the ash barreled in deep. Oh, wow. And just tons of wrappers still. And I just had to keep messing with it, and it was so damn big. Yeah. I didn't even know how to cut the thing. I forgot how I even had to cut it. Probably with like a sword or something, huh? Man, I think <laughs> I used my cutter, but it was all kinds of crazy shit to do it. Like, yeah. You have to have a specific cutter to get in the 70s or 80s. A normal cutter does not go that big. No. You could use a knife. Well, you know, that's hard, though. I don't have... I mean, Palencia and them make those cool... I've seen cigar knives. Casey's dad uses a... Uh, on his Swiss Army. Yeah. He takes a Swiss Army knife out, and he has a cigar cutter on it. Wow. Uh, I don't know if they make them anymore like that. He's had this thing for like 10, 15 years. Yeah. But, yeah, but he just... Puts it on there and chops it off right on the cap with it. That's wow. the only cutter he's ever used for years. That's really cool. So, yeah, that is pretty cool. But Palencia, I've seen, makes like a, uh, it's like a pocket knife. You pull it out and has a little guillotine oh, okay. spot on it, and you just uh, put it down. But I feel like I would destroy some cigars messing with that. 
But it would look fancy. You know, if I was, like, balling and trying to be, like, Tony Montana and shit, I could do that. Oh, yeah. You know, but <laughs> that would be, <laughs> be the only way to do it if I just wanted to be this sedity. Yeah, I hear you on that. Yeah. So, let me ask you. What has been your favorite scar you smoked this week? This week. Or last week, I'm sorry. Today's Tuesday, so. Oh, yeah. I was gonna last say, week, yeah, last week. What did you celebrate last week? Man, dude, you know what? When we were at the shop the other day. Okay. I had that, I want to say it was the Liga. It was the Angry Rat. Was it the Angry Rat or the Dirty Rat? You know what? You're right. It was the Dirty Rat. Yeah, sorry. They got all kinds of rats and... But, uh, yeah, it was the Dirty Rat we were smoking. I had it with a, uh, a caramel macchiato. And it was good. It, it had some spice to it. But, man, that Lancero size, for me, is just a great smoke every time. So is that your favorite size, you would say? Are you a Lancero whore? <sighs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I I don't... I don't know. I think for me, what my favorite part of the Lancero is, is the amount of smoke I get with it. Yeah, it always has good draw. Mm-hmm. I noticed that too. That's why I switched Lanceros for a while, especially uh, Petite Lanceros. Palencia makes a good one. It's their Reserve. It's a white label yeah. Reserve. It's like eight bucks. and Yeah, that could be a good daily. That is a great daily. Yeah. Now, the, note, the thing I did notice with all cereals I smoked is it's hard to keep an even burn on them, though. Yeah. You do have to play with them and touch them up some, but it's not that bad because you know when you cut it, it's going to just smoke. Yeah. Now, the we smoked at a La Polina event, the Goldie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. $23 cigar, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a 7 by 46 or something. Pretty much a Lancero, but a big Lancero. Yeah. And... Yeah. That thing, yeah, that no was, draw. That was a horrible experience for me. Yeah, that was a bad twenty-three dollars spent. Yeah, and I think that was one of the first expensive cigars I actually purchased. I think it was your first twenty-dollar yeah. cigar. I felt so bad. I took them to this event. I was like, "Yeah, go ahead and you know try this. It's supposed to be really good." And it was for a Christmas party at our local cigar shop that we go to. And then you know they had whiskey tasting, all kind of stuff there. It's a really fun event, and it was only La Polina. And uh, I actually am a fan of La Polina now because I was not before, but that was just the only cigar I didn't have a good experience with. But the Kill Bill. Yeah, that whew, was a good one, yeah. That, that is a great cigar, as well as the Mr. Sam was good. Yeah. You never smoked that one, did I you? I got their, I think their strongest one is the Silver Label. Yes. And I haven't, I still got it in my, my acrylic container. I need to smoke it. I still have it in there from the event yeah that was in december yeah cigars don't last me as long as robert if they do that means i don't really like the cigar like i have bought a box and just a fair warning out there people if you buy boxes on deals like i think it was on cigar page deal they had a bunch of boxes cheap and i like the la polino one with the sumatra wrapper well they had the o2 for the same price, like seventy dollars for a box of twenty. Yeah, I got forty cigars for one hundred forty bucks. I'm like hell yeah. I already love the O one, so I thought the O two is going to be good. Yeah. Do not do that <laughs> unless you have smoked it, because I was not a fan of the O two, and I still have like five in my humidor. They've been in there for about a year. Really? Yeah. Those are like 
if I just can't say it's a Sunday and the scar shop's closed and I'm like, damn, I didn't get to go. Yeah. And yeah, maybe. Or if playing pool or mowing the yard or something, maybe. But let me ask you on that, too. I'm curious to know. Do you smoke cigars while you're doing any type of activities or just chilling? Well, it depends. I do smoke cigars when I'm working on a couple of things, you know. I clean my shop out or whatever, but typically the ones that I haven't smoked before, I want to sit down and enjoy the experience. Yeah. And enjoy the flavors and really get to to take the notes in and the flavors and, and, and you know, make my little notes. That way I can kind of know whether or not I like it or not because for me when I'm doing something it may burn out on me you know and so I'm like all right all right but you know if I'm smoking up a drone I want to sit down and enjoy that even even a ten dollar cigar I haven't had I want to sit down and enjoy that so what would you smoke as if you're doing activities like what cigar would that be That'll probably be the aroma de Cuba. Is it that? Is that just because you've had it so much? Yeah, that. And I mean, every time I I draw on it, man, it's just a flavor, flavor, flavor. Good smoke, everything, man. Yeah. What about you? Um. So, like I said, that at O two, if I just want to smoke something to smoke something while yeah. I'm mowing or playing pool, I'm in a pool league. And sometimes when you're playing, you, you're so focused on the game, you don't really get to enjoy all the notes. So I don't want to waste a I bunch of money on it. Um, what I actually, my pool cigars are, I usually go to the closeout closet. Oh, yeah. And uh, I buy a bunch. Like, and I think lately, last couple times I played pool, I had some crown head cigars that were in the closeout closet. Very, those are actually really good cigars. But I like to smoke, look, you know, good cigars. But if I can get them half off, then I don't mind smoking them doing activities, you know. But, Budget man. Yeah, of course. Um, but in my only yard, different stuff like that. It'd be something around there or CLEs, CLEs. You know, regular CLE lines, especially since like the 750. I smoked them so much. I'm gonna smoke good because I still want to be relaxed, you know. I hear you. But I don't have time. I'm too focused on what I'm doing to be able to really taste all the notes and enjoy. So I like something that I've smoked quite a bit as budget. Um, Asylum makes the schizo. Yeah. It's around like five bucks. That is a great cigar to smoke during activities and stuff like that. Also the Asylum Medulla. So I smoke cheaper cigars, more budget cigars when I'm doing a bunch of activities. Golfing, I used to try to smoke good cigars, but now I no longer um, smoke good cigars when I'm golfing anymore because I got too much going on. I'm yeah. freaking shanking the ball here and there and I, I ain't got time to enjoy my cigar the way I need to. So now I just smoke like La Polina and stuff like that on the golf course. A little medium. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, man. There's so many cigars I haven't smoked yet and I'm still excited to try them all, man. Well, guys, we appreciate y'all tuning in today and listening to the Scar Gospel Podcast. Hope to have a podcast out every week, maybe two a week. So please stay tuned and subscribe to us on Patreon. And if there's anything you would like us to address on the podcast, just send us an email and we will talk about it. Yeah, y'all don't forget, check out our Facebook, Instagram. We just got some YouTube videos up. So y'all check all that out. Hit like it, subscribe. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right, thanks. I'm Chance. And I'm Robert. And we, we are, are the, the Cigar, Cigar Gospel. Gospel.